Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Turn it up. Let's go. Eight in a row. Eight in a row. Let's get it. Nuggets escape. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Winner's Lounge. Nuggets get. Where's my guy? Five, 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 five. Five, 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 five. Nuggets get another ugly win. Another ugly win. I don't know how many more until they get to 50, but we are climbing as the Nuggets win. 122 to 118 against the zombie Timberwolves. I mean, they were missing half their roster. All of their bulk inside. Nuggets, we thought we were going to blow them out of the, the doors off of this one, but no. Nuggets wanted to make this one close. Nuggets wanted to make it exciting. Jamal Burry in particular, I think, wanted to make this one exciting. And it was exciting it was down the stretch. Fun? Maybe not. Maybe not the one to like go back and rewatch. I don't know that this is an instant <laughs> classic, but you watch it once, you enjoy it down the stretch, uh, and the Nuggets pull out the win. All right, 122, 118. We're presented as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I don't know where the little thing is, but usually it's ripped. There it is, right there. Promo code DNVR. Dev, did we make any money tonight? Yeah, we made some money tonight. The locks, the locks all hit. The locks all hit? The locks all hit. So that's all we needed. All right. At least we made some money off of this one. Uh, I got Brennan vote in the house. Oh, man. Here's the thing. Why would we do a winner's lo- a loser's lounge when we can just do another winner's man, lounge? You know it's what I mean? so true. Why would we do that? It's so true. It's been, what, two weeks since we've been in the loser's lounge? I was, like, trying to remember how we do that. I, I know, like, man. What do I usually do when they lose? Bar, bar was dead tonight, too. There's nobody here. This would have been such a loser's oh, lab. Like, man. literally empty other than so the four of us. And then over here, I got Superstar Dev. Um, when I walked up the stairs, I was looking for the loser's lounge. It's been a while since I had been <laughs> like there. Boogie. You wanted um, to poke in? I don't see? think I'm going to go anytime soon. I yes. hope I hope not, I man. I don't think so. I hope not. This game actually has a lot of storylines. This show will be, I think we need to get through a lot. We might, we'll talk about this game. There's plenty of storylines from it. Um, but there's also some great news uh, or, or some great little details that are surrounding this game and also just surrounding, um, you know, the Nuggets in general that don't have to do with this game. I want to get to all of them. Um, but let's do a fast breakdown. And you don't want to skip ahead. I'm telling you, you don't want to skip ahead if you're one of those people that likes to skip ahead here because I do have some details that I think you're going to want to hit uh, here here in don't a little skip, bit. Don't skip, Dev. Don't skip, um, Yeah, don't skip, Dev. Jokic, first play of the game. Nuggets, like, get blocked twice. And then Jokic catches a .9 shot out of bounds and hits it. But it was overturned. But it was gorgeous. It was one of those ones where you're like, oh, my God, Yoke's never going to miss a shot again. That was honestly my first thought of the game is Yoke will never miss. Uh, scoring easy on Nas Reed. The refs robbed us of a game in this one that Jokic got in foul trouble. Dev, honestly, I don't know if the Nuggets would have just won by 30 or if Jokic would have had 70 points. <laughs> I mean, that was horrible officiating. It was rough. It was really rough. Jokic gets a foul call right away. Nuggets challenge. David Adelman, I tip my hat to him. 
He challenged it right away, and you thought, well, good, because Jokic fouls are so important. Guess what? The refs had other plans. They're like, you don't know what we have up our sleeve. We're calling everything on him tonight. Um, five blocks for Minnesota in seven minutes, two fouls on Aaron Gordon. Nuggets ran their new play again. If you follow me on Twitter, I put out a new play. I'm going to call it wide reject stat. Wide is the set that they're in. Mm. Reject, meaning it's the back screen for Michael Porter. And then they run this like Spain or stack pick and roll out of it. It uses Porter. It uses Murray. It uses Jokic. Check it out on Twitter. Um, really, really cool play. They ran it again. And I'm going to call this a David Adelman special because David Adelman you know, taking the helm. It's one thing I noticed in the rewatch of the last game was there were some interesting set designs and set plays. And I do wonder, he is the architect of the offense. I do wonder if he's like, hey, I'm at the helm. I'm going to try some stuff. So Jokic did say he has some plays that I really like. And I wonder if this is really what he's talking about. It's got to be. I'm telling you, they ran it three times that I know of. Two in the last game, one in this one. I'll have to go back and watch if there's one I missed. Three for three. Three for three. Nothing but buckets out of this play so far. Jokic just beasting. It was hilarious in the first quarter how much he was dominating. Jamal refusing to shoot easy open shot. Jamal's approach to this game. Jamal, it's funny, man. He redeemed himself, okay? So what I'm about to say, he pissed me off in this game. (laughs) He did not show up to to work in this game. He is the reason, number one, if we were to rank out the reason, well, number one is probably officiating and just the foul calls on Yoke. Number two, though, was Jamal Murray's approach to this game. Nonchalant. On his heels, didn't care. Bones gave him a perfect pass in the corner, and he just looked at it. And then he oh, holds man. the ball for five seconds and throws it back to Bones with like two seconds on the clock. Bones has to heave a, a grenade. I don't know what Murray was thinking in this game, but he was not awake. He was playing so poorly early on. The non-Jokic minutes absolutely sucked, 30-27. to 27. Nuggets were up 10. They're only up three at the end of the, the first quarter, and Yoke only sat for like 90 seconds of those. Christian Brown got minutes. He's playing. I thought Bones in his first stint tonight was so good at just trying to get the ball moving. He only took two shots. One, he scored at the rim, a layup. The other one was that grenade I mentioned. Those were only two shots he took in his stint, trying to get off ball, trying to get other guys involved. And I thought just Murray really hung him out to dry in this one. If yeah. I were Bones Island, I would be pretty upset at Murray because Bones got benched tonight. And I everybody keeps saying he takes too many shots. He's a gunner. There's some truth to that. Tonight, I thought Bones did what everybody has been asking him to do. Get off ball. Get it to Murray. Let me space. Let me cut. Let me do all the hard heavy lifting. They didn't score. Right. 16 to 4 run. They scored four points in like seven minutes. That second part of that unit. Was Jamal, right? Jamal just was not awake for this one. Jokic comes back in and dominates, and you're like, all right, well, now it's over. But then he gets two calls on him a row. The second one, or the first one in particular, total BS, man. Total BS. Replay. I don't know how you call fouls like this on the two-time MVP if you're not sure of him. Uh, so he gets three fouls. He has to go to the bench. Aaron Gordon at center. First play at center. He gets his third foul. He goes to the bench. 60 to 55 Wolves. They're on a run. Nas Reed, and the fouls weren't only for Nuggets. Nas Reed gets four fouls right away. Wolves go up 10 in the third quarter. Aaron Gordon gets his fourth foul. Jokic gets his fourth foul. Everybody's fouled out. Everybody in the front court is on the bench in this game halfway through the third quarter. So now it's just like, you know, who knows what's going to happen. Murray finally woke up. He didn't decide that he didn't want to play in this game until right then. And he goes, you know what? I'm going to wake up and I'm going to start cooking. And cooking he did, but Denver couldn't get any stops in this game. The lead got pushed. Uh, Bruce Brown goes one of four from the free throw line in this game. 95-88 Wolves. In the fourth quarter, we get Jokic out there. Bones hits a three to start. And guess what? Nikola Jokic, who originally they said got uh, an assist, got to seven assists. They took one off. Finally, in the fourth quarter, then he hey, finally we, gets that seventh. We assist. all got our graphics out. First, we all though. got our even the Nuggets put the graphics yep. out, but finally, Jokic gets becomes the franchise leader in assists with that seventh one, and then he gets like three more, uh, or four or five more. But here's the thing: 
He finally gets it, and it wasn't quite the moment we were all hoping. Actually, I think he got it in the third because he was on the bench when they gave him the ovation. It wasn't quite the moment we were hoping. Mm. Didn't that feel a little anticlimactic to you guys? Definitely. I mean, he's on the bench. And we weren't in the building. (laughs) And they're down 10 points. Resiliency. (laughs) Resiliency. Uh, I will say he surpasses um, Alex English on the all-time scoring list. Our guest uh, assist, tom- assist. assist list. Our guest tomorrow, Alex English, oh, will be joining that. us on the show at two o'clock. Uh, Alex English will be joining us to to share his perspective on uh, Jokic passing him and just give his take on the Denver Nuggets. I'm very excited for that. Alex, a great guy and obviously a Nuggets legend. So in the fourth quarter, you rally with that Jokic, Gordon, KCP trio. They start the the you know because they were on the bench for so long. They start the fourth quarter. They close the gap all the way to two points. Nuggets were down two when Murray checked in. He was at the scoriest table for like 90 seconds. Maybe longer than that. There was just no whistles. Of all the whistles tonight, Murray tries to check back into the game. There's no whistles. Finally, there's a timeout <laughs> with four minutes and 30 seconds left. Nuggets couldn't get any stops for the next minute and a half or so. They just didn't get anything. But Murray started cooking. That Jokic-Murray two-man game, I mean, it was just exquisite down the stretch. Finally, with about 90 seconds to go, Dev, the Nuggets hadn't got a stop all night. They get six straight to close out the game. Six. They didn't get two straight all night. Honest to God, I don't know if the Nuggets got consecutive back-to-back stops at any point in the night. And then with the game on the line, they get six straight to edge out a win. Um, that's that's classic Nuggets right there. Two, three days ago, Jokic said, good teams find a way to win when they play bad. Bad teams find a way to lose when they play good. This was another one of those games. I mean, the Nuggets are a good team. They didn't do anything right tonight, and yet they walk out with a win. What's your big takeaway, Dev? Uh, my big takeaway is this is a game that the Nuggets could have easily folded in. Um, they're missing their coach, um, second night of a back-to-back. Referees seem to be against them. Um, a lot of the attention is on Jokic breaking the record. Um, he had to sit for you know a long um, portion of the game, and just there was no stops like at, at all. Um, but this team found a way to win, and it's because they have the – MV3. They have MV3, and he's going to find a way um, to, to get them to the wins. Um, and I'm glad that it was against that team who seems to have their number. Really does. Um, before this, you know, four straight um, wins for them. Almost um, Played them extremely well. And, like, you got to tip your hat to the Timberwolves uh, for their effort in this game. Um, but one team had Nikola Jokic, and the other team did not. Um, so – um, just a, a resilient win um, that just, like, everybody fought hard to the end. And it was, I'm glad to see that they fought um, to, to get those six stops at the end and win the game. Yeah, mine is that this team is even winning the games they're losing right now. And <laughs> I say that because... They lost this game. Right. And this but is they the, won it. But, but this is the other side of the sort of... Like, I was preparing my big takeaway for the first Losers Lounge in a while. Uh. And I was going to give, you know, the stuff that certain people really hate hearing, I was going to say, which is, you know, sometimes, fellas, you lose some games, and it's tough to watch, and no one wants to hear it. The Nuggets have won a lot of games. You get a game with no head coach, all those weird fouls. Back-to-back. Foul trouble with Jokic, when we know the story is just about keeping him on the floor. Back-to-back would not have been the worst loss in the world. We all would have gotten over it, uh, but they, they found a way to win it anyway, and so... To me, it's they've shown so much good process across a couple of months here. To bemoan bad process in a win feels a little silly. Like sometimes these games just happen, and Denver won them anyway because that's what happens when you have the best player in the world. 
there's some stuff, some negative stuff I do want to get to because as much right. as you're right, there right. is some stuff that, I, and one big one that I think people will be annoyed maybe a little bit, or maybe people are feeling the same way, but we'll, that we'll get to. But I'm going to disagree with you in one way. You were preparing takes for the Losers Lounge. I wasn't. I wasn't. And the reason is I'm over this hump with the Nuggets. They play like this against a bad team like they're going to lose. But tonight, there was no point where I thought they were going to lose. I wasn't sure if they were going to win. I wasn't sure. But there was no point where I was like, oh, man, they lost it. You know what I mean? I, Denver's well, sure. just yeah, so yeah. good yeah. that I kept thinking, like, if they can just string together two minutes, they're going right. to win this. They're You're so right. good that it's not going to take a lot. It's just going to take two minutes. And I was wrong. It was it only took 90 seconds. <laughs> like, like, Denver, I'm over the hump with them right now. And I saw some people, it's funny when you see, we had some friends on the timeline from Minnesota that were like, oh, this Denver's not serious or this or that. Like, if you only watch this game, this was on ESPN. That would be my top team. There's going to be a whole lot of people who haven't watched the Nuggets for a while and they're like, that's not a real team. I mean, because what they showed you tonight is not real. But when you watch them every single night, right. and especially when you watch them years after years after years, and then you see where they are right now, I'm not surprised they won this game. I'm just at the point with them where I'm like, they're going to find a way. Even right. in bad nights, they're going to find a way. We're going to be pissed off about it. We're not going to be as impressed as we want to be, but we're going to find a way. Were you? Uh, where were you at, Dev? Did you think they were going to lose at any point? I did not think that they were going to lose. Um, but like, yeah, like what you were saying, I was like, I don't know if they're going to win this game. <laughs> um, we've seen um, this team on the second night of a back to back like that just becomes a, a valid um, excuse. Mm -hmm. We've seen this team on national television just not show up, and even in this game, it wasn't really a show up game. Right. Um, but they did show that. At any point, they could just flip the switch, and we have not seen that before. Um, so I, I wouldn't be able to just sit here and say, like, I knew for sure that they were going to win or anything like that. But they are continuing to show me, like, they're not the team of the past. This is not the team of, like, right. you know, that you've right. seen before. Um, so it's, like, time to close the door on that team and um, welcome in this new team that can just continue to win even on very bad nights. M maturation is going to be one of my key words tonight. I'll bring it up a lot when I talked about Jamal Murray. But one thing is, in years past, the Nuggets have dropped these games, and you've thought, like, they've hit the highs, but then they would drop a game like this. And you're like, man, how do they keep doing this? Sure, they do it too sure. often or whatever. Now Denver's at the point where they still win these. But I will say that I do think there's another level to this where you just don't have them very often, where, like, Nuggets can have this, but then they win by 10. They win by 12 right, or whatever. Right. And I've kind of felt like that was going to happen. But I'm not going to get, you know, too picky about this. I do want to move now, though, to the two-time MVP who Ooh. drops his oh. third – was it third straight uh, triple-double? I think it was second straight, but third, third and straight. last. Third, I think third? it's third straight. Third, third straight, third straight uh -huh. uh, and I think it was fifth out hater. of six or something. Five, out, five out, of six, out of six or something like that. 31 points, 11 rebounds, 13 assists, and he only played 31 minutes. He goes 12 of 20, although of those eight misses, how many do you think he personally offensive rebounded? Probably four or five. I mean, he didn't have that many true misses. He just kept making everything that he put up. He did have one steal. And then here's the crazy stat, guys. Plus 21. Yeah. Nuggets won by four. <laughs> he was plus 21 in his 31 minutes. This is part of why I can't get too upset about this one. There's a weird right. game. It's there was point. foul trouble. When he was on the court, they absolutely murdered, and he did whatever he wanted. And by the way, the last 12 of those minutes, he plays the whole fourth. The last 12 minutes he was on the court, part of why he played such crap defense was he was afraid to foul. He was so clearly like playing conservatively and then he got his fifth foul so he had to be even more conservative um but Jokic man and then to become the franchise leader in assists he's got 13 assists tonight do we know does that I don't think he's quite up to a triple double he's not no, he quite, wouldn't he wouldn't be because he needed 18. oh he's 18 shy because well, he had one where he was, oh no he needed 18 so he's five shy <clears throat> five 
extras shy of averaging a triple-double. So he's getting inching his way closer. But for him to get it tonight at home, I thought was just so cool. It really is a cool milestone for him to hit. Dev, he hasn't been a nugget that long. He just passed Carmelo Anthony in games played. Alex English played here for a decade. He was great. Fat Lever played here for a long time and is a point guard. Jokic barely played his rookie season. And here we are. Number one all time. Yeah, I'm I'm impressed by it. Um, but like you said, the duration, like that makes it the scary process because now he's going to shatter the record where no one else can catch it. Um, you know, like he, he's on the perfect organization for him to just continue to just get to the top of every single. I think he's going to just get every single record in franchise history. And he's, he's doing you think it he so. Will? I think so. And he's doing it so quickly that. No one else is going to be able to do it after him. Like, uh, if you follow, like, his, you know, the trail, he did not play for a year. Like, he had to figure out, like, he had to change from being a passer to being a scorer just because the other, like, the team needed him. Um, Coming off the bench, um, second round pick. You're like, there's a lot that says that he should not have been here. And for him to be a, a, a top player of all time already. Not only for Nuggets franchise, like you know, but for the whole NBA, like he's just—he's such an incredible uh, player that um, really we just—we're just blessed to just continue to see him get record after record after record, and they're just going to keep coming. When you say shatter, he's averaging right now about 580 assists a year. Okay, somewhere around there over the last two years, he had 590. Actually, it's a higher than that. He had 599 and then 584. He should get he, 600. He's going to get over loser. 600 this year should he stay healthy. Oh, knock okay. on wood, just because he's already at 400, over 400. So he's going to get to. Let's just say he gets 550. Is going to be like a average for him. I think Shatter is correct. If that record has been standing for 30, 40 seasons, 30 <laughs> seasons since 1991, it's been standing 30 seasons, and then here he is, and he's going to push this by 500 hopefully knock on wood for another four or five seasons like there's no reason it should stop vote look at his numbers assist per game third year in the league six a game then it was seven seven then it was eight then it was eight again this year it's 10 i honestly think that 10 is this is not going to be the only year he's around 10 assists per game they have a team in place that plays to his talents he's more dominant than ever like that assist he had to win the game tonight or to cl- clinch the game to go up four to Aaron Gordon was one of those ones that like I've been watching him all this time I didn't even see it coming. You know like he still sneaks him in there for you where you're like oh of course he's going to get a clutch assist through traffic. There's something about you know if you watch this team every day you've known in your bones for so long now that he is that guy in the organization's right. history and of course of course at some point one of the greatest passers of all time would lead the Nuggets in assists. But there, to still see the moment happen, it's, you know, Michael Malone always says in this business, sometimes you got to stop, you know, bring your head up for air and celebrate the small wins. Yep. This is not a small win. This is right. a big win. Right. This is not just the Nuggets finding greatness, but a guy potentially changing basketball, at least doing it in a way that no one else is doing it. And it's, and, and it all belongs to Denver. So it's, you know, there was a time when, oh, eventually he'll pass Alex English and, and Issel as, as the greatest nugget ever. And it's, we're kind of watching everything we ever knew would happen one day materialize. Right. And you have to stop and reflect and take a moment to go, this is beyond our wildest dreams. And it's beyond a privilege to watch him every night. It's the best choice I've ever made. I wonder when we would have predicted he'd become the franchise leader in assists. Mm. Because we wouldn't have guessed it his rookie year. 
and even as high as I was his second year, to predict that he would break a record like that. I mean, his second year he was averaging what? Uh, let's see, four, five assists a game. And you knew like, okay, on a permanent basis that could go up. But to predict that he would get up to this level, man, it's just it's just so crazy that he does it. And his name, you know, obviously etched in the in the record books. And I think this is the not even the first, but it's like the biggest of many points, rebounds, assists. Right? Those are that's like the big ones. He got he's got one assist. It's the first the first domino to drop. I do think he's going to get rebounds. He'll get it next year, I think, over Dan Issel. Points is going to take a while. Points is going to take a full career for him to pass Alex English, but it's just special, man. And for him to do it, the thing that I think I have the most respect for with Jokic, and I'll say this before we kind of take our first break on, uh, on this, the thing I have so much respect for him for is he brings it every single night. He talked about how he puts on these new outfits, and you know he's got the hat. He's got this like oh, seriousness about him. The Nuggets didn't have it tonight. People talk about the athletic uh, players in the NBA, this or that, and how like we, we usually that just means do you jump high and Yoke doesn't jump high. He's the best athlete on the team. <laughs> he's the best athlete on the team. Here's what I mean, Dev. Back-to-backs, it's every time he's the only one that shows up. Right. Jamal Aaron retired. Gordon's, Aaron Gordon's Aaron. an incredible athlete. Tonight, he wasn't great. Tonight, he was not great. Like... I'm telling you, somehow Yoke, when it's the toughest circumstance, 65 minutes in a playoff game, whatever it is, game seven, he just like is so is in such incredible shape that these games, I mean, tonight, you would have thought he had four games, four nights rest other than the foul, foul call. I mean, I disagree with him, <laughs> for sure. But, I mean, I see where you're going with that. I think that uh, the fact that he is not such an athletic player means he's not having to like jump in and leave the ground and do those type of things. But... I think he's in – I mean, you don't even talk about his shape anymore because, he, I mean, for his physique is great, um, but he's also proven that he can play, like, these long durations. He could play if there's a five-overtime type game um, and still continue to do it. But he's he's truly a professional that's going to bring it every single night, and he's so consistent. And, I mean, that that's why he is the best player in the world. He does not take nights off. They're forcing him to take nights off. And he's going to continue to do it. You do this on the second night of a back-to-back, that's special. Yeah, I think about stopping and watching some of the other centers around the league, which I don't do 82 times a year, so I recognize I'm being one of those guys, an outsider peering in. But you, so many guys, particularly the ones who have to carry any sort of load offensively, and they're chasing around these elite perimeter players, it's a tough time to be a big unless you're one of like two guys. So many of them look gassed. So many of them look gassed in the fourth quarter. And this is something that we've known since that big minute overtime playoff game in Portland. Like Jokic may look like he wakes up with a cold every day, but <laughs> he's gonna finish. He's gonna finish the job. And a lot of that endurance is mental toughness, man. Like everybody gets. It's not that Jokic's not tired. It's just that he somehow like it doesn't affect him the way it affects everybody. And I'm not. I, maybe I'm being tongue in cheek about the athleticism thing. Although I will say that endurance is like a part of athleticism. Sure. I honestly think he's as good in the endurance part as anyone in the league. Yeah. Yeah. There's nobody I trust more when they're exhausted than Yoke. That guy is exhausted, and he just is like making it look so easy. It's so impressive. Tonight was a really, really impressive game. And then, as I said, one of the differences, and Jokic was not always this way. He grew into this, and I don't remember exactly what year it was, year five maybe, year six. Jokic grew into where he understood the responsibility he has to the organization. 
He understood that I'm the guy. I got the contract. I'm the guy. I have to bring it every night whether I want to or not. Yep. I have to be consistent in my habits. I show up. He talks all the time about I do the exact same routine, exact this or that. And his greatness is one thing, but it's that consistency that makes him the MVP. And that's why in segment two I want to talk about Jamal Murray because Jamal Murray tonight, pure greatness. Do you, but no consistency. <laughs> do you want to outlast your peers on the court and in life? Do you want Adam to talk about your endurance the way he talks about you? Oh, pitches? man, listen to this. Might I humbly suggest Athletic Greens? There now, you it go. won't turn you into the back-to-back MVP, but it will improve your gut health. I have you feeling just generally more energized, refreshed day-to-day. I know that because I use it, and I am not a person with a lot of healthy habits. This is one of them. Might be the only thing keeping me alive. Why? Because with 12 ounces of cold water and one scoop of 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens, I know that I have crossed every, I've checked every box in terms of the vitamins and the nutrition I need to be getting in the day. And I did it all, you know, first thing in the morning. It's awesome. Right now, it's really easy, and it is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition to make it easier, Athletic Greens is going to give you one, uh, I'm sorry, a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Where do you go to find it? You go to athleticgreens.com slash nuggets. One more time, that's athleticgreens.com slash nuggets to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Sometimes we brag about the cool free stuff we get. That's one of the perks of being a podcast host. So true. Is uh, there are ad partners and they want you to try their stuff. I'm really, really, really excited for my Shady Rays sunglasses. Oh, man, I already got mine. Oh, you did? Well, I ordered some actually before oh. the, our partnership began. I, I knew the partnership was coming. Oh, and smart. And I was going to Mexico, man. I had to get some glasses. Smart, smart. I'm excited for mine. I don't usually get you know more expensive or higher end sunglasses or anything like that because I break and lose stuff. But I had to get in on this. Do you know the great deal about this, though? Talk, talk to me about. Talk to me. Here's the thing about Shady Rays. You order them. First of all, they're really, really great sunglasses. But, you know, but lifetime guarantee. You broke them. Guess what? Let them know. Send them back. They send you a they brand new, you a pair. new pair. I swear to God, brand new pair. You even say you lost it. You got lost my glasses. Boom! Brand new pair. Shady Rays. Shady Rays, just a heads up. You should probably send me like a new pair every month. Uh, <laughs> they just get you on a plan. But this is, we're not just telling you this for fun. We're telling you this because, oh, you got a code. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the new year. Go to shadyrays.com and use code, write this down, DNVR. That's us. Or visit them in store at Park Meadows Mall for 50% off. Two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. This is how great they were. When I was in Mexico, my eyes, no issues at all. Oh, wow. Cool. Only my ears. <laughs> Only your ears. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. How are your ears? Feeling better? Well, they're all right. Okay. Uh, all right. Back here, segment two. Um, by the way, Kale, you got to just stop it. start interrupting me, man. I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. You can just tell me, Adam. You're talking about Nikola Jokic. You're talking about the assist leader. Can I please bring up the DraftKings Sportsbook King of the Game? 31 points, 11 the rebounds, 13 assists. The complaints, the complaint picture. That should be Jokic's yeah, statue. I do like really, That's got to be. <laughs> franchise leader and assist, and he picks this photo. No, like, it's perfect. That should be a statue. What I really the think heck? so. That's uh, like, are you not entertained? Are you not? That is an are you not yeah. entertained one. He's like, I was a plus. He's like, did you guys really think we were going to lose tonight? Come on, man. Come on, I had man. this. How long have you guys been um, He's the DraftKings Sportscope King of the Game. We could have easily made it Jamal Murray, but I'm not going to make it for Jamal Murray. I'm going to go. I don't know what mood to be in here, Dev. you got to balance me out. 
I've rarely been more frustrated by Jamal than I was in the first half of this game. Mm-hmm. Because this was a game that Denver just needed to do their job, take care of business early, and get some minutes for the guys that need them. Bones Highland, Christian Brown, get some reps for those guys. Build them up. That's part of being a leader. Murray's approach in the first half of this game was unacceptable. And I say that honestly. Like I know it sounds crazy. He's the reason this game was as, as ugly as it was outside of the officiating. But he's also the reason they won the game. Mm-hmm. He's also 100%, or I shouldn't say 100%, 50% the reason they won the game, him and Yoke. The shots he hit down the stretch, the zone he got into, and like the three he hit and the floater he hit or like the, the little runner he hit were like no question. As soon as he took them, you're like, that's in. He was, he, I don't, how do you evaluate it? Well, he was very, very bad, especially with that second unit. Um, like that stagger. Um, just not like uh, not going well. Um, just because he is inconsistent, he's not trying to score a lot of the times. This was a game that they uh, they ran the offense through Bones, and it was not by choice. They really did want to get Jamal the ball, and he did not want the ball. He's running away from it. Um, he's uh, not putting himself in situations to score. He's turning down open shots um, to where they like they got outscored by a, a bunch, um, and then. The light switched. There was a conversation that was had at the halftime. It had to be um, where he just went nuclear in that third quarter. They really did need him to step his game up and reach a new level. And he did. He reached new heights in that um, fourth quarter, especially where I just feel confident when you have Jamal and Jokic on the court that the game is going to be won. That's when I knew that the game was going to be won when he started making a couple of shots. He had a mistake in the fourth quarter. He made up for it, you know, right after that. Made some very, very tough um, finishes. His finishing around the rim is it's one of the, the best in the NBA, and I think it just gets, like, overlooked a lot of times just because um, it's the way that it looks. But just a very, very tough uh, finisher that just – he's a winner. I, I, that, like, he, he really he is, is a winner. winner. Yeah. Um, he's going he's gonna to close every single time, and I feel confident in him. Um, so I think that you are right for feeling down on him. But the way that he made up for it, it was a great Jamal Murray game. Um, there are times when I'm not sure how much money I would pay just to see him be a normal player for like three <laughs> weeks. Uh, but at the same time, this stuff is awesome. And there's something <laughs> to it, right? Which is at some point in your playoff run, it's not going to be easy. And it's going to be about hitting some like balls on the table the yeah. defense knows what you want can you hit the shot anyway kind of stuff and the answer with Jamal to those questions is yes right he could fail every test in a game up until the big one the testicular fortitude test right he's passing that one every time and it can be really frustrating i think that's fair like this is the whole Jamal experience and we're going to see more of those extremes throughout the season but it is important to remember every time you're ready to throw your hands in the air and just, I can't do it with him. He also does that. And yeah. you're like, oh, they don't win this game without him. And it's not even that they don't win this game without him. Because maybe they do because they well, just yeah. play a normal game and they're up by 20. <laughs> but but the point is, is that the level he can go to, like, this is why he's so hard. If you do, everybody loves player rankings. And I always say they don't make sense. Like, they really are inherently confusing. And one of them is, is like, the players that you would rank ahead of Jamal Murray, I would never take over Jamal Murray. 
You know what I mean? Right. Jamal Murray, one of the things that's so impressive about him is he didn't just step up in the clutch. He stepped up in the whole second half. When Yoke goes out, he knew like it's time. He started to turn it on. But then obviously in the clutch, he, he just slammed the door shut. But not only did he hit these big shots, but he didn't overshoot them. He didn't overshoot them. He still went to Yoke sometimes. Right, like, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of yep. guys are on fire and it's like all me. Just set sure. picks for me, man. Get out the way. Like he still had the right balance of aggressive and getting it to Yoke and playing off of him. And he hit the one that put him up and Yoke put it, hit the assist to Gordon that put it away. And and that's just how it goes. So to me, the stuff he does tonight are, are the things that you're like, that's going to be the thing when it matters most. We know right. he has that and he right. reminded us tonight that he has it. But at the same time, Murray, to me, this year needs to mature. This is about maturation for me, for Jamal Murray. Somebody brought it up. I, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. You could bring up this one super chat now a little bit ahead, but I saw it was a yellow one. It was about the KD quote. To uh, KD had a quote a couple years back about Jokic, and this was Jokic maybe in his third or fourth season. Jamal's a little bit further along. And he said, hey, yeah, Jokic is a special player, but you have to understand the great ones, they do it every single night. That's the difference. I don't remember what the exact quote was, but something like that. It was a question I asked, by the way, in the right Warriors there. locker room. Does he have it word for word? Yeah, I got you. So remember early in career when, yeah, they asked him about Jokic. KD said that Jokic was a great player, but the next step was that he'd have to bring it every night. Yeah. And and it was such a good answer. And I remember at the time, Jokic was on the cusp there, but even KD knew not quite yet. No, there's a whole other level. Now we see that. Now with Yoke, that's why he's a superstar. That's why he's an MVP, because he literally never misses games. For Murray, though, it's the approach. And I don't know if he needs to start dressing in suits. <laughs> I don't know if he needs to start like finding a routine that he knows is consistent or what it is. But for me, I really do feel like there's the Nuggets have checked so many boxes, but one of the boxes they haven't checked is that part for Murray. I, Murray needs to become that guy to me for me to have full confidence. I, I just I feel like when he's playing well, that the Nuggets are going to win. Like, I agree. I really do. I do think that there is a, a next step and there is, um, you know, this consistency aspects. But, I mean, I, I still feel confident in the fact that this is a guy coming off of an injury that set him down for a long time. And it's going to take a while. It's going to take some um, ups and downs. I but think it's the approach, though, Dev, because sure. I'm, I'm interjecting here because to me tonight it wasn't like, oh, man, he didn't have his shot going or he didn't have his explosiveness. He wasn't in the game. He slept walk through that first half. And then. But my point is, yeah. my point is that Yoke has everybody passing, right? Like th there is this thing that happens when Yoke does his thing that it bleeds onto everyone else. And Yoke brings a lot of the things that Denver needs, but he doesn't bring all of them. You mm -hmm. need other players. Murray brings a, a, a toughness, an intensity, a badass swagger. He brings those things. And when he has it, the team has it. But the Nuggets need it all the time. And that's what I'm saying. Like tonight, they need bones. They need Michael Porter. Michael Porter didn't close tonight. We'll get that in a minute. They need reps for those guys. You don't get reps when you're down 12 points in the third quarter to a damn G League team. Part of this, I think, is you know Murray taking more of the easier stuff as it comes. You referenced that Bones play, and it's you know some of this is it doesn't all have to be the hard stuff. It's awesome right. that you can do it. He's really good at the hard stuff. He's really good at the hard. But there was a, like a three game stretch here in this win streak where he looked shot ready off ball. And he was hitting 40% of those shots, probably more. I felt great about all of them. And then the last few games, he just kind of, I would use the word wander. Like mentally, he just kind of wanders away from the sort of discipline and the approach that was getting him back to where he needed to be. Again, 
Dev's right. Like, I trust that he'll be there. But the best version of this team features Jamal also taking the easy stuff as it comes to him, I think. Yeah. And I think that fits nicely into your word of maturity, right? Right. Take the easy stuff, too. Make some of it easier on yourself and the team in turn. And here's the and part of this is, you know, this happens, I think, to everybody in life. It usually comes around. It's different. Everybody has a different age. But there's usually like your 20s. You feel like the, your life's going to last forever. There's just no sense of like, you know, you're like, well, I have time to figure that out. I have time to do this. And there's like not it's an true. appreciation for the moment that you're in. And some for people that's later in life, some people maybe a little bit earlier or whatever. But I think usually for people, it's 30, maybe mid 30s um, with basketball. I don't know when that age is, but it's probably around 27, 26, 27, where you go from like, oh, I'm on the come up. I'm on the rise to I might I might have wasted an opportunity. I didn't realize because I just thought this was going to last forever. And that's the thing I'm talking about. Like Yoke found that there was something in Yoke that got him serious. He went from a really good player to the two time MVP because he recognized this like sense of urgency and this opportunity that's very fleeting. And I'm just saying, I think Murray to me, in some ways, reminds me of the player he was before the injury. And I don't mean that in a good way. I mean, like, from a maturation standpoint, he reminds me of the guy that can do things but doesn't always do them. And that's all I'm bringing. But I don't want to bring it too far down. Somebody said I have disappointed dad vibes. Total disappointed dad. You do. Dad. You and do I'm, right now, even yeah. when I went into this whole thing about the age and, like, this or that. But it's because I just know how great he could be. That, like, Murray should be an all-star next year. He's talented enough. He should be. But he's not going to be when he had halves like the one he had tonight. They just won't. And I would also say two, two part follow up to that, right? Like it is his second game time playing both games in the back to back. Yeah. Sure, it was a factor. Um, wasn't a factor for the focus, though. Again, that's not why he didn't shoot a corner three when he was wide again, open off a of bones yep, pass. So that's that's what I, I still think you're ultimately right. I still and 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 so it's also been kind of the story of Jamal's career, right? We've gotten away from the larger, like through line narrative stuff because there was the bubble exclamation point and then radio silence post injury. But this was the process with him, right? It was like. Three steps forward, two steps back, and a little bit of inconsistency in approach sometimes. So, it, it it's you know Murray's never been an infallible player, and and this is was part of the process yeah. back when he was healthy. And he was freaking awesome tonight. I mean, let's be honest. Like he, he also closed out this game. He, he shots. He man. and he was a joy to watch. And it was some of these things that we're gonna remember. Um, well, you're not gonna have time to get to every single person, but I do want to go now. Uh, you know, Michael Porter didn't close in this game, and it's interesting to me, Dev, because Michael Malone wasn't there tonight. This was a new coach. And they needed some stops down the stretch, and they went this route. What do you make of it? Um, I think that it was a great decision by Adelman. Um, and also, I, I love the fact that he felt that that's the decision that he's going to make, um, and he went with it. Um, Michael Porter was not good in this game, missing every shot, getting blown by, um, not great decision-making, um, that he needed a spark. He needed to try something different. He went to Christian Brown early. I mean, yeah. I expected them to go to someone – um, on the bench, especially on the second night of a back-to-back. But he, he gave different looks and didn't go with the guy that you feel like you have to go with just because he's there. Um, this was not Michael Porter Jr.'s night. He made the, the changes that he needed to make, and, and it won. It worked out for them. I mean, that's what other guys um, right. also being down. Um, not like actually out of the game, but like Aaron Gordon didn't have like a great offensive game. Um, there was foul trouble. So like he right. had to go through a, a lot of – um, different audibles, and he made them, um, and that's that's a good coach. Yeah. That's a great coach. Um, 
The other guy to mention for me tonight, Bones Highland, 19 minutes tonight, five shots. I know, like, I'm on the Bones Island over here because I know the fan base has kind of been upset about him. And it's not because I don't think that he's been a defensive liability or that, you know, whatever. Like, I see the numbers. I see the games. I see the tape. In fact, I'm watching the tape over and over again. My thing with young players in particular, Denver doesn't have a lot of young players. With young players in particular, you have to see, like, where is the progress being made and what are they doing? I'm telling you, 19 minutes and only five shots is a deliberate choice. This is a conscious effort by a player to change the way he's playing to try to like fit in and accommodate in different things. And guess what? They didn't score when he was on the court tonight. Like part of this is to realize that it's not just him. Sometimes he's aggressive because he that lineup needs to be. But to me, I and by the way, I put this in my notebook uh notes uh on lockdown earlier today. His defense really stood out in a positive way in the last game. I agree with that. I, I thought he had some really good defensive plays in that last one. And tonight, I don't think he was an impactful defender, but I thought that he was locked in on the defensive end for by his standards. I thought this was another good defensive effort. And I just look at Bones over the last like month. I think he's trending in the right direction. Is there enough runway there for him to be a guy that the fan base, you know, the people in this chat or whatever are like fully in on? I don't know. But I'm at least encouraged by the fact that Bones to me is moving in the right direction even when his offense isn't like impactful. And I thought a lot of his, the deal with his minutes tonight, you said it earlier, I wholeheartedly agree. I don't think Murray put him in a good position. First in in particular. I mean. and, and then there are just some possessions where you can see the doubt, like, okay, he did a great job getting off the ball, but then the shot never went up. So right. now he's thinking, all right, there's only like eight seconds left in the clock. He's looking at Jamal. What do I do? Is he going to shoot? Yeah. I guess I'll drive. Like, there's a lot. Bones is, is, has a lot of flaws, right, as a second-year player. Many of them did and do. And we have seen plenty of them. But... I th like if you squint hard enough, you can see progress in this stretch. I don't think you have to squint that hard. Is my point? And though. I don't. And I don't think he was done any favors tonight. Also, minus two in eighteen minutes. The Bose minutes weren't disastrous. Right. So part of it was he only you know only played eighteen, I guess. But I, I think you just gotta like we prepared ourselves before the season started that the Bones ride was going to be a little bumpy. Yeah. And I just think we have to remind ourselves of that. It's if the bench is going to be about him, it's going to go up and down like this. I trust his talent, ultimately, I really do. You talked about the um, the deliberate choice to um, not shoot the ball right now and just to work on being a, a guard um, that gets everyone involved. I think it was even more difficult for him in this game because he's on the court with Jamal, so he is wanting to defer to him. Yep. And Jamal didn't want to score. So now he's really <laughs> yep. trying to find a different way um, to get involved. They really did not score. There was like a, like a six-minute stint where he was the only one that actually scored. Um, and that was with him trying to be aggressive, but also trying to, to be the point guard, um, you know, trying to make the right plays happen um, and getting the ball late in shot clocks or um, trying to generate offense in different ways. Um, but that's a great thing that he's only minus two in this game because they they went down. That was like a, a big run that they made. Um, yeah. And that's why Jamal Murray's uh, plus minus was so low in this one because that's when the, the, the run went. Yeah. But then he salvaged that night of – you know, just trying to be aggressive, um, being uh, assertive and scoring when they really needed him to, um, while also not taking too many shots. The Bones experience is going to be, and when he's going to be at his best is when he's just shooting that like the hell out of the ball. Right. Um, when he's scoring every single time out and running that second unit. But I think with the in inconsistencies of the second unit, with the um, not, I think that there's just not a vision for that second unit. Um, on some nights when Jamal just doesn't have it, um, where they, 
they don't know what to expect from Bones. Um, so I think that he's doing good of sometimes I have to score, sometimes I don't have to score. And like Vote said, it's going to be a ride. It's going to be ups and downs. Uh, Bruce, by the way, uh, tonight, 16, 5, and 4. He, he played so 32 minutes. I mean, he was really trusted tonight by Adelman. He goes 7 for 11. I agree with you. I just thought he was so good. By the way, you know what he had tonight? Some crazy dunks, man. Crazy dunks. Dunks fast break. Like, he really does have a... He's springy. He's so springy, man. He shot up on one dunk today where I was just kind of like, we both looked at each other, Dev. Dude, I used to think how Brooklyn used Bruce Brown was cool. Yeah. They should all go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's awesome. What was he doing? Uh, he's a guard. Yeah, dude, his finishes, he is he's a really, really springy athlete. He's yeah. fun to watch, man. Yeah, he's yeah. the reason that uh that Jokic got the assist. Because he's like on the fast break and he's just dunking. He doesn't care who's around. Um, some very tough finishes. That and like they didn't call it an and one, but the through contact um, finish that he had, and then yep. he, just, he just brings a little bit of swagger with him. Love um, not a little not, bit. He's not out there just trash talking, but he like makes people want to play hard. He makes that second unit want to have to go, um, and you could just put him in any situation, and he's gonna excel. Um, this is a game that they needed him to score a bunch. Um, he finished with seven, 16 points. He was a plus 10. They put him with the starters. He, he did well. Yeah. Um, he's just a, a perfect play, play, like player for, for Denver. Happy to have him this year. Wish we could just keep him forever. Is he a tiny king vote? Oh, he is, yeah. I think it, he's it, not that, he looks that's so small. The thing. He's not actually that small. He's like... I don't know, man. On an NBA court, he's a tiny king. Yeah, in yeah. NBA relative terms, he's a tiny king. If you're a few inches shorter, I would have been banging this drum all season. But he has so much FU in his game, which he is really a does, staple man. of tiny king behavior. Like you got to have a chip on your shoulder roughly the size of of you and all the height jokes people have made about you your whole life. So, like, Bruce... Bruce Nobody is, was making height jokes. He's 6'3", man. I know, like, I know, you're right. Nobody was That's making Bruce That's my joke Brown. about the NBA. I'm short. Bruce yeah. is just in the NBA. But here's my point. Um... Here's my point. It's Bruce is cool because he has that dog in him stuff that I fell in love with with Faku. Yeah. But he is, of course, a considerably more effective player in I the agree. NBA, and so you get to appreciate that energy. But it's like it, it's not really at the cost of much. He's he's been so effective, um, particularly after they got Porter back. And by the way, not to step on anyone's toes. But I just want to remind people that I've always considered the ability to close with Bruce instead of Porter a feature and not a warp right, on this right. roster, a feature. So it was good to see them utilize it and win. Yeah. Porter, too, like we didn't talk a lot about his name good, uh, game, but he's another one that like second night of a back-to-back -back coming back from injury. Like uh, The one thing I will say about, man, I even saying this, people are going to get so mad at me. Go for it. Speak your to mind. It's not even about speaking the mind. To start the year, Michael Porter played... 16 games, 15 out of 16 games, and then he, you know, ended up having to go down. Since then, he's played about 15 games. Oh, get out of my face in life. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, like, with Porter, this has been, like, one of the things with him, right, is the little stops and starts. Like, I hope that he gets to continue to keep playing these ones to keep getting some some momentum, some consistency, because right. I just think it's so important for him to be able to gather that. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, Akeem Olajuwon spoke out to guys today. In a, he played uh, hoop, right? He, he did. <laughs> Gosh dang it, you're going to make me punch you. Akeem Olajuwon, we're going to add him to the list of people who love, not like, Dev, not like, not like, 
love Nikola oh, Jokic. He sounds like he's in the club. He is. Oh my god. <laughs> the list of NBA legends you have to actively disagree with. Oh, it's, oh, so, it's good. so great. It is delicious. On one side we have Akeem Olajuwon. On the other side we have Nick Wright. <laughs> And like Twitter egg uh, 06441. I know, I know, man. Does he know anything about basketball? All right, here's the deal. Jive Hive is pretty sweet. Oh, this is right up your alley right here. Some people like to have their recreational marijuana delivered to them. They don't want to go get it for a, a variety of reasons. Here's one. Hypothetical. Shot out of a candy. Yeah, really? You're, You're in Denver. In here, it's winter. And... <laughs> yeah. They didn't plow the streets. Oh my god! You can't drive anywhere. You, you remember shouldn't when we were anywhere. young and they plowed the streets? Do you guys remember that? Yeah, what a time! It was a time, man. I remember I those remembered days. it that way growing up. Um, or you're super famous, like Dev, right? Like everywhere Dude, you he's go, way people too are famous. stopping you. Boban's hitting you up. Yeah, it gets it's just right. So Overrated. why hit a brick and mortar dispensary when you know people are going to recognize you, mob you for pictures? People of Dev's fame and people who are stuck at home should use Jive Hive. Yeah. It's a virtual dispensary on wheels. So those of you who know what it's like to go to a dispensary, that menu you're expecting to see in a brick and mortar store, it's there online. They've got edibles. They've got flour. They've got pre-rolls, all kinds of fun products. Uh, but they deliver discreetly. So convenience being discreet, like if those things are important to you and picking up your marijuana, you have to check out Jive Hive. That's J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E.com and get your order delivered the same day. You can even schedule a delivery window, which is super dope. This thing's like Lyft or Uber Eats, but for getting weed at your house, I'm in. Uh, head over to JiveHive.com and enter your address to find out if JiveHive can deliver to your door. It actually is super dope. That's a super dope feature. Now serving in Aurora, Greenwood Village, Monument, Fountain, and various areas of El Paso County. Now you might be confused. There's no brick and mortars in my county, but JiveHive is still legal. If I just listed you there, they provide to you. You can get it. So check go. it out. JiveHive.com. Don't drive. Check out JiveHive. Let's see. What else do we got? Because I'm prepared for this ad read. I checked a hundred times. Almost. Almost. First, Adam. First. We gotta talk about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top I'm gonna, I'm, rated. While you do this, I'm gonna book. I'm gonna fact check Dev here. Go for it. Fact checking Dev. Go for it. The NFL action continues. Broncos aren't in it. <clears throat> Uh, some teams from New York are, though, whether your favorite team's in it or not. You can get skin in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet just $5, get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can take a shot at an even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. You know about this one. The more legs you add, the bigger that bonus gets. You can even put a bunch of sure things, locks together, and just increase the juice with that bonus. Uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. New customers can bet just $5 on the NFL divisional round and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNVR. M minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Do see those show notes for details. I did win, Dev. You know why? Because Dev told you. Well, Nikola Jokic triple-double. You guys, that which was a lot. Which was a lot. It really was. <laughs> we need a pick of the week. Do you guys know that? F oh, well, that's right. Sorry. Oh, I mean, they. everyone's <laughs> been asking... For me to uh, read a um, ad, here it goes. Happening. Is this Dev reading? Not an happening ad? of reading an ad, but guess what? I can do. I can talk about something that I love, and that okay. is betting. Okay. Like and betting. I'm good at it. I'm you good are, at it. You're so good at it. So, the DraftKings pick of the week is going it. to be. God, I hope I love this pick. 
You're I'll not put it in right now. I'll the thing right is, now. my team is out of the playoffs. Okay. Yeah, the Denver no, Broncos. No, no, no New Big England Broncos Patriots guy. in the playoffs. Somehow. What? Oh, yeah, that was that what? Oakland Raiders pick. Uh, um, that I hate you. So um, I'm going to pick up a new team. I'm going to pick up a new player for the playoffs only. The best quarterback I think I've ever seen. Patrick Mahomes. Dude, what are you doing His QB me? is, I mean, his touchdowns are at two and what a half. Just the Locked on Nuggets so, podcast? What the so easy. Over two and a half is the DraftKings. Pick of the week, baby. The last time we ever have Dev do the pick of the week. This is the worst thing ever. Dev Move for- on. Next read. Let's get through Dev this. Dev forgot which uh, DNVR he works for. All right, we have some new partners, and I'm really excited to talk about them. Tonight of all, all nights. You guys know when that feeling like... Like you're in jeopardy, like your back's against the wall, like like the Nuggets might not win this game, mm. but then the Jokic two man game, Jokic my two man game gets going. Uh, the last five minutes of the fourth quarter. You know what that reminds me of? Our new partners, Bacchus and Shanker. There you go. They are the two man game that helps Colorado families win, helping those who are seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. Here are a couple key details you're gonna want to take note of. It's free until they win money in your case. No upfront fee to, um, no fee while they work on your case. No fee unless they win. They've won over a billion dollars for their clients. And uh, now with even more locations serving all of Colorado, including neighborhood offices, Denver, Aurora, Englewood, and Fort Collins, Bacchus and Shanker, first of all, just a great back-to-back name combo. Bacchus and Shanker. It's a banker. Oh, that's good. Good. They've got the strength and the power and the names to win your case. More than 30 lawyers and 100 staff. Bacchus and Shanker's. Bacchus and Shanker, excuse me, helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. They can even help if you're injured at work. And here is my favorite part. This is my favorite part of this read because I don't know. Like, Are the listeners going to remember the numbers when I read them out loud? They're going to remember this one, Dev. Here's how you reach Bacchus and Shanker. This you is call the best number. 222-2222. That's right. Can you remember that? The number two. If you got that down, you got Bacchus and Shanker on the line. Call them. Find out if you have a case for free. They win. They win, baby. All righty. Good work. All right. Back here, third segment. We're waiting on Nikola Jokic to come to the podium. Then Wendell join us. We do have some uh, super chats. But before we get to the super chats, and reminder, guys, tomorrow, Alex English going to be joining the show. Two o'clock. You're going to want to tune in. He's on the timeline right now tweeting. Oh, yeah. Tweeting about. He says, I, I knew that eventually my all-time assist record would be broken. I'm honored. He said, I'm honored to see that it's two-time. <clears throat> I mean, three-time MVP of the NBA to do it. Congrats, big fella. Oh, yeah. He's spoiling one of my questions I wanted to ask him, but he's got Jokic. He's the, He's got Jokic as the three-time. So I think it's fair to say Alex English is a fan. Tim Duncan, a year ago or so, he went on a podcast with Raja Bell, asked him who does he like to watch. He said his favorite player right now to watch, Nikola Jokic. Bill Walton said a bunch of incoherent things I don't you know whatever about him. Something he, about loving life. Yeah, loving life. Feeling like, alive. Um a lot of legends. Jared somebody Greg sent me Popovich. a clip of Jared Jerry West one, Greg Popovich a player, but sure we'll we'll add oh, him yeah, to the yeah, list. Yeah. Um a lot of guys have come out. A lot of the people that you really want um uh, that me personally I most want. One of the guys that was still on that list. Oh, uh, um Kobe Bryant by the way predicted he'd be an MVP. That's right. Challenge him to be. Challenge right. him to be an MVP. He was right. He, was right. he still is not wrong about that. Akeem Olajuwon did a feature today. It was all about the post-up. Chris Ballard wrote a big thing. It wasn't just about Jokic. It was all about the post-game. Where's it gone? And he interviewed for it, he, Akeem Olajuwon, and talked about it. And in it, he was very critical. Not very. He was critical of Joel Embiid. He was critical. Says he had some notes. He had some notes for him. You know, like some things he needs to do. I got some notes. They talked about Giannis. Maybe it's just new with Giannis. And he said, you know, 
even when he gets things right, there's some footwork he could clean up. He Settles doesn't always read it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like he doesn't always read it right. He's got some notes. He's a good player. He's a really good. Both of those guys are really good players. But then he got to Jokic, and he says, that's the one. He's oh. the one. I love Jokic. I love that guy. And he was saying this in contrast to the other two and saying that, like, with him, he always does the right thing. He doesn't use the three-point shot as, like, us to settle. He never settles for the three. He takes it when that's the right shot. He doesn't just go up against mismatches. He doesn't just go to the right, go to the left. He does everything. He raved about him. He counters your counter. There's the, he counters your counter. And that's, it's, that's those the chess match, right, which Hakeem is obsessed with, the technical part of, of the post one-on-one battle. And who alive has a better sense of of the kind of stuff that Hakeem fell in love with and spent his life geeking out over right now, playing today, than Jokic. Also, in my opinion, that's low-key the best Jokic quote. He is the one. That might be <laughs> the best quote ever. I think it's the one quote that you need because, one, he called out players that kind of was like similar to him um, and said that they need to get better. Two, they both have the African roots. Like, he's a Nigerian basketball player. Right. He called out Embiid. Yeah. Who, you know, like, that's just crazy to me for you, like, yeah. just to say. Like, called out is soft. He gave him some compliments. He just, oh, for he sure. just said he had some notes, man. Yeah, but that's called out. Like, if he tells, <laughs> yeah. if he tells you who, why this guy is better than you, uh, that you already feel that you're in competition with, you might as well slap me in the face if you're going to do something like that. Um, but, like, that's, like, that's legendary, like, uh, blessings. Um, for him to be the guy that says that to you, he didn't. They, Jokic doesn't go to the Kim Lajuan like right. you no know, footwork challenge or anything like yeah, that. He basically, he was saying he didn't need it. He's like his <laughs> footwork's so perfect, like he does it. Like that's that's a crazy like. If there's a person that you want to hear from, you want to hear from one of the best big men to ever play the game, um, and he's the one that's giving you the praise. So here's what I love about it, because I put on there that the only guy left for me, like all these guys that, that were mentioned are the ones I care about. There's only one left. I mean, I would have loved to have heard Bill Russell, you know, the late Bill Russell, but, yeah. you know, he passed away. Um, and he was just, a, I, honestly, he wasn't commenting on the NBA too much in his later years. He was an old guy. But the only one remaining for me is Larry Bird. And some oh, people would man. throw out the, like, what about Michael Jordan? What about Shaq? Like, I don't actually care that much about those guys. Shaq has both said, like, everything good about Jokic and bad things about Jokic. Yeah. Like, Shaq changes his mind all the time. Like, and he's like Jordan. I don't think Jordan wants to give anybody props. Right. You know what? I mean? Some of these old heads like don't want to give anybody props. Shaq's one of them. Charles Barkley, I respect. He's a great analyst, but I don't care. I don't put a lot of weight into that. Duncan, yes, absolutely, I do. Jerry West, absolutely, I do. Even Bill Walton, just because he's an interesting quote. You know, Kobe Bryant, absolutely, I do. And now Hakeem Olajuwon. I'm telling you, the only guy for me left. The only one is Larry Bird. I want to hear Larry Bird. Because if he gave the stamp of approval, I'm like, he's got the approval of the guys that I feel best know what they're talking about. I wouldn't even know what to do with myself if he if he gets that stamp of approval. Like, because like, I mean, a lot of it came from him. Like everybody compares those two guys. Um, those are like all of the legends saying all of these like positive things about you. These are all the legends that want to watch you play and you do it in such a different way than what they're used to. Um, so for you to be a guy that was like, no one knew who he was. And then just all of a sudden pops up on the scene, breaks all these records being compared to like Wilt all of the time. Um, and for Larry Bird to do it, like that'd be everybody just check off everybody at that point. Is there anybody else? 
Is there anybody else that you feel? Because again, it's not just that they were great players. They're some of the greatest, but it's not just that. Like Shaq's a great player. It's guys that you're like, I ex- respect their ability to be honest and insightful. Yeah, I mean, Chad's pointing out Kareem. You know. uh, not for me. Kareem, Kareem also in a different way than Shaq, but also has a little bit of like where his bias is so clear. You know what I yeah. mean? No, I think it's Michael Jordan and, and Larry. You think Brown. Michael Jordan though? Because if he does it, hey, that's, that's the thing. Is if he does it, it's like, <laughs> oh man, there's nothing like never gave it to Kobe, never yeah. gave it to LeBron, but Yoke. That's the one guy that gets Jordan to be like, you know, who's good. That and would I be so. I, I don't think you no, know who might be better than me. <laughs> and I, I don't think Nuggets fans care for this one, so I don't. It's not like at my top, but I've actually always found it interesting. I thought LeBron might have been one of the first guys to give Jokic's props. No chance. Publicly, um, because they both see the game in a in a way that no one else alive does, and so I always wondered if LeBron would be the first one to basically that KD quote, right? But it never happened. Um, from that perspective, it would be cool to me simply because I consider them two of the smartest and greatest passers ever. How about this vote? Rather than him saying that, what if he just drafts him dead last in the All-Star draft, which is what's going to happen? Lock it in. Yeah, I mean, that's what I expect, and that's kind of where we're at with it. But <laughs> there's something just about because he, to me, like there are two guys in my lifetime, and I'm like born in 93, so I just missed Jordan. Please don't yell at me. But like LeBron and Jokic, <laughs> the only two guys I've seen go, no, 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 no. You go over there. Right, you yeah, go yeah. over there. You go there, and here we go. And I, I think there's some similarities in how they see the game. So from that perspective, I thought that would have been a cool stamp. But I don't need it. I don't need it. I think Dirk would be another cool one to hear. Um, but, I mean, he's, I don't know, just a little bit. He's like the next tier for me. Yeah. Sure. Larry Bird is the only one. But Akeem giving it to him, yeah, I got to tell you guys. Mm, uh, that one meant a lot to me. All right, let's get some Super Chats in here. Okay, let's do it. Let's read some Super Chats. Got my reading glasses on. $5 from Freddie. Vote looks like he's wearing a Houston Rockets hat, or is that just me? No, it's Breckenridge Brewery. Breckenridge Brewery. Which is is a Colorado and Denver Nuggets company. Gold nail, baby. Got that Malahai City cold nail. Thank you for the money, Freddie. It's a great hat. I love this hat. Uh, Pavel Dokic. Dokic. uh, First season, uh, long bet one. Nuggets win eight in a row. Thanks, DraftKings. Is that you can bet on that the length of their win streak? Is that us? Is that true? That's pretty know. dope. That'd be pretty cool. Jokic is God. Hard to disagree. Mall is clutch. All the Nuggets are good. Also, it's Pavle, not Pavel. Pavle. My bad, dog. My bad. <laughs> That's hilarious that you messed it up. I know. Dude, you Whatever. messed that up know, so dude. bad. He's a sentient super And he already shot. knew that you were going to mess he it up. Kn- yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's thinking. Our listeners get the show, you know what I mean? <laughs> James Passage, five bucks. I love Katie, Scott, Nick, and Chris times two. Uh, but a game by Doris Burke is a treat. What else do we got? Mixer. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jokic is now at 9.9 assists season average. If he gets 15 assists next game, he will officially average triple-double. Still undefeated when he gets triple-double. These are not empty stats. Oh, us. man, I love that, too. These I was worried. Somebody stats. put that. Because he got the triple-double. Yeah. They were down like four, and I was like, oh, don't ruin this. <laughs> don't ruin it. I want it to be perfect. He knows. He always knows. David W. Nuggets won on a second night of a back-to-back against a team we've lost to four times in a row. It's a good win. That is a good win. I'm, I'm with David, man. Like, it's... I don't really want to bemoan too much about that at all. It's a good win. Mixer, uh, worst refs we've had this season. They let the Timberwolves abuse Jokic. Still won despite them. Go Nuggets. Love you all this morning from Serbia. I'll tell you what. You know what What dropped today? New Jokic scar. 
you guys notice? No, no. I didn't. Yo got a big one on his arm, man. Uh, right here, where it looks like he's shooting heroin or something. He's got a track right here from somebody, man. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be there. I tell you, it's a big enough one. I think it's going to last. I'm going to call this one a two-weeker. My play my favorite game. Is this the back-to-back MVP or a stunt double from The Revenant? We'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> New Jokic injury just dropped. That's scar. the guy who had to fight the bear in that scene. Gordon oh. Glazer, Glasner, does it matter? No, it doesn't. He hops in again to say, Dude, he's a homie. is the new beautiful, and thank you, Alex English, for my childhood memories. Nug hype. Nug tomorrow, hype. baby. Gordon, Some nug baby. hype tomorrow. By the way, we've talked about guys who, like, you know, legends of the past and stars of the past who embrace the modern game. Alex English, yep. as he was his whole career, yep. overlooked. Overlooked yep. yet again. Yep. All right, what else do we got? Alan Roth, 10 bucks. First time being a diehard Let's from go. Sturgis, South Dakota. Is that Hell what yeah, that is? Sturgis. Yeah. Gets the worst whistle in the league, Jokic does. Embiid, here come the stats. Embiid, 361 games played, 3,536 free throw attempts. 568 games played, 2,508 free throw attempts for Jokic. Terrible whistle both ways for Gotic. Love you guys. Man, the love is great, man. I know. Unbelievable. I'm glad that he put in uh, that work to, to pull up those stats, though. Like That was some homework. S. Williams the second friend of the show, homie. Nuggets. Of old, lose this game, 10 out of 10. Back-to-back, no Malone, pesky opponent that's had your number lately. Feels like a good win. Triple-double, yo. I agree with that. They do. Shouts to S3 as well. Seth Bang, ugly game, but gives me even more confidence seeing them finding ways to win games like this. The guys dug deep in clutch time on a back-to-back and stole the W. Stole a W. Stole it. Stole it. God, losers' lounges, overrated. (laughs) Alejandro Botello, an ugly win is a win. Wish the officials didn't have their fingerprints all over this game. But oh, oh well. But oh well. Vibes stay high. This streak isn't stopping. LFG. Yeah, I mean, the, the refs ain't raining on this parade. That's right. And also, they're going to just remember, hey, we, we won a tough game even with the refs against us. Like, it's going to happen again. Just continue to get right. those wins. Right. Keep your focus. Teacher moments. Seth Bang again, me again, gotta say, the Bones hate from the Nug fans is getting real toxic. He's getting the full Barton treatment. Look out for my manifesto and defense of Busy coming soon to a website near you. Ooh, I like it. Keep my eyes peeled. A manifesto. Jeremy, J-Rock, Michael. Yep, here's the thing. Bones doing the things that the Nuggets need him to do makes them their title odds go up. You know, like, if he can be the offensive version of himself and a reliable defensive guy, like, their odds go up. So that's what I'm rooting for. Guys, zoom, zoom in for me. Can you zoom in? Oh, I kind of see it on the forum. Uh, all right, pull it off. You, you'll have a time a chance later in the show. I want you to pull it on because it's gnarly. Two weeks, maybe maybe more. Two Jeremy J Rock Mikhail hashtag Dev Reads new segment. LOL. <laughs> Not much of a reader. Not much of a reader. <laughs> there you go. But you know what? Dev likes is a big hit. Oh, so for sure. Dev likes. It? Dev does you know like. You know what I mean? Andrew Sullivan, five bucks. Can't wait for 20 to 30 years from now. Well, where people talk about <laughs> Jokic the way we talk about Wilt today. I know. Oh, and it's going to be the be same great. thing. People are going to be like, was this guy real? Oh, and I can't wait. I can't wait to like, see the... Because we already start to see a little bit of it. And I just can't wait to just hear it for 20 years. First since Jokic. Right. That's First the one. since yeah. Jokic. That'll be the one. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, dude. Mm. That's so true. Can't wait for the next Jokic. No, I can I can wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy this one. Nico Perez, five bucks, was really disappointed in MPJ's attitude and effort tonight. He looked disinterested. Any thoughts, guys? I mean, I, I know. My, my, nobody language doctor for me tonight. 
I just thought he he struggled. I just thought he struggled. Maybe second half back to back. I also think he's been playing well lately. So I also we'll think see. the Nuggets are on a eighth game win streak. That's my kind of big thing. But hey, man, he paid. It's an earnest question. There's my answer. Yep. Andrew Sullivan, ten bucks. Frustrating game to watch, but Nuggets still get the dub and undefeated with a Jokic triple double. God, that stat really rules, doesn't it? It really rules, man. Not I'm gonna root you. for the Lakers to win, just for the Grizzlies to lose. Can I tell you guys how ridiculous wind is real quick here? I'm, I'll, yeah, oh, please do. Uh, keep going. I'll, I'm okay, sending sure. something to kill. Jeremy J-Rock Mikhail, we are seriously watching greatness. King Yoke's interview on ESPN. He was proud of the assist record. Complimented Jamal. He wins the Belmont. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pull it up. Harrison's hear. doing this every night right now. His yeah. prediction when oh, he sees... This one is close. When he sees the fit, he says 33-13-10. Jokic's line, 31-11-13. Oh, he's been doing these... For like a month, and he's actually been on a heater, dude. He's off by like three <laughs> numbers. He's been on a heater, like three. He's been on a heater. I also love how the predictions are just absurdly ambitious triple doubles <laughs> that hit every time. Every time. Oh, oh my oh, god! Yeah. I told that you, New Jokic just dropped. New Yoke dropped. Does Jokic have skin? How does it go black? Yeah, <laughs> this is wild. I know. It really Scientists is. need to study. The, the arms of Jokic. Jeremy, one more time. Uh, oh, no, we already did that one. Sorry, Kale. No, you're good, man. Mitch Z. Doris Burke really dropped a Jokic. Might end up the best passing big man of all time. Shake my head. Been a fan for over 20 years, and this is the best team yet. Yeah, I mean, he is the best, best passing big. I'm young, I guess, but I feel pretty effing sure I'm right. Five, 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 ish. This Here's the one we've all been waiting for. This game was like a bat signal for my super chat. Worst win of the year. Another bad win down. Only 18 more bad wins till 50 bad wins in the Midwest. We're almost Let's there. Go, baby. We are almost there. What are you going to do when they hit 50 with a long, long ride to go? All right, that's about it, man. We are out of Super Chats. Uh, right now, as we speak, uh, they're wrapping up with, with Jokic. He should be over in just a little bit. Deb, why don't you carry us around the association here? Oh, you guys want to travel? Yeah. I didn't know you guys wanted to travel. Well, I guys, I got you guys. I Let's do it. Guys. Let's do it, baby. What's happening around the association? Around the association. So the Wizards, our friends, the Wizards, um, they beat the New York Knicks. No, Bing um, Bong. 116 to 105. This was a game that Kyle Kuzma had 27 points, 13 rebounds, and the seven assists. He's having his best uh um statistical year. Um, Porzingis is also playing well. 22 points, 11 rebounds in, uh, in this game against his former team. Um, so that was was a pretty good game from them. Monte also stepped up. 13 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, plus 17 in that game. Monte. Just love to see when he's doing well. Uh, Jalen Brunson had 32 points in the loss. Um, Julius Rando, uh, 14 points, 15 rebounds. He's only rebounding right now. The man can't really... Um, not, not efficient, not efficient, but he is rebounding pretty well. Um, the Atlanta Hawks beat the Dallas Mavericks. This was a game uh, that crazy. everybody was excited for. It was uh, Luka versus Trey Young. People are still questioning. <laughs> I love that. If that was That's like, the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, did you do you want do you want to have Chipotle today or do you want corn dogs? And it's like. Oh. <laughs> This one is close. This one's close. Your friends like corn dogs, corn dogs right away. Corn My kids would have been all about the corn dogs. Corn dogs they hate Chipotle. Exactly. They love the corn dogs. Some people like it, I guess. Uh, it's not a right answer, I guess. I don't know. But corn dogs won. No. 
No, no. Wait, which one? Yeah, which? they did. Oh, corn dogs did one. Dogs won. Yeah, corn dogs won. <laughs> For one night. Big win for corn dogs. <laughs> DeJounte Murray had 30 points in this game. Ooh. Um, carried them to a victory. It's a real, um, really good game. Uh, Trey Young, corn dog, had 18 <laughs> points, 12 assists um, in this game. Luca finishes with 30 points, um, eight assists in this game. Listen to this. Seven guys, guys, listen to this, though. This is why this is important. The Mavericks are currently the five seed. They have 22 losses. Denver has 13. Denver's nine games up yeah. from having a road playoff series in the first round. Nine games? It's insane, you guys. They and Memphis are separating for sure. That is they're, I mean, they're going to be a top two seed almost certainly, but like a top four seed is basically a lock. 99% chance. It's crazy. For sure, for sure. Um, Charlotte beats the Rockets. Um, one twenty-two to one seventeen. Um, Jesus, it was wild that they lost this game. I know that they just really wanted to because Jalen Green had forty-one points in uh, this game in a loss to Charlotte. Forty-one. He points. shot sixty-seven percent from the field. Sixteen of twenty-four. Um, had seven assists as well, and that's a guy that doesn't really pass. Um, Baby Jokic had twenty-four points, twelve rebounds, six assists in this Ooh. game. Looks like they're still running the offense through oh him. God, and that's man. in a game that Jalen Green had everything going for him. When them two figure it out, when they have things to play for and try to win, like that's going to be a really good team. Like I'm excited to see what they look like in five years if they don't get rid of them. Can you look in that plus-minus column for me? Can you look at Eric Gordon? Eric Gordon was a minus 21 in the good game. Good stuff. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's just out there right now. <laughs> they keep on making it seem like uh, – Teams want him so badly, like that everyone's turning it down. I, I don't even remember him. He's been on that team so long. I'm like, I don't often, even, yeah. he's, who knows? It just feels like he's never doing anything. Um, the game of the night was uh, Memphis Grizzlies versus uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland was winning this game for pretty much all of the game. They let me down, man. Sick. They let me. Then down they the lost night. it. Um, Dylan Brooks comes up with the game, um, game in and block. Um, just really good uh, defense uh, on that play. But, yeah, they really did. Uh, that was a letdown spot for them. Um, Darius Garland had 24 points, 14 assists in the game. Um, Karis LeVert had 23 points. Um, Evan Mobley with 18 points, 15 rebounds, and they still found a way to lose this game. Memphis just seems to win every single time, like every single game. They're right there with uh, with Denver. Denver's on, on a long streak. Memphis is on a longer streak. It's getting annoying. It needs to end. It just needs to end. John Morant finishes with a minus 13 in the game, but they still found a way to win at that second unit. This is a deep squad. 24 points, 8 rebounds um, in the game. Um, Steven Adams had 13 points, 10 rebounds. What are the chances Denver and Memphis become rivals? Is there a chance? I don't know how high it gets. I feel like if, you, uh, if you're a rival with Memphis, it has to be a lot of trash talking. I yeah. don't think that Denver has that type point, of uh, trash talking in them. but Because um, I think that John Morant mentally already created that it's him versus the Warriors somehow, um, just because of how good that series went. Um, so I just don't know if it'll be uh, Denver that'll be the ones. At Lakers, at Phoenix, at Kings on the second night of a back-to-back, at Warriors, at Timberwolves. So they just finished up a homestand. They got a little West Coast road trip right now, Memphis. So I suspect they're going to lose some games coming up. We'll we, see. we need it to happen. Um, the Miami Heat blow out um, the Pelicans. They went 124-98 to 98 in this game. Bam Adebayo had 26 points. He's starting to score the basketball. I thought that he was all defense. I was wrong. Um, Jimmy Butler finishes with 18 points, 7 assists um, in this game. Um, 
the Heat just, uh, I mean, I just feel like uh, everyone on their team contributes. Like, they're not really a good team. They're not a bad team. They just, everyone contributes. They know their roles. Um, for the Pelicans, it was C.J. McCollum. He had 21 points in the game. Um, this really was a blowout. Um, nothing really exciting um, in this yeah. game. We go over to the Thunder get a win against the Pacers. The Thunder. That's a good team to me. Like I They are good. To. They've won a lot. They're on a win streak. I think was it like 11 of 15 or something they won? 11 of 16? You guys are going to love the latest entry to the club, by the way. <laughs> um, SGA finished with, with 23 points. Yeah. Um, he's also matched by Isaiah Joe. Finishes with 23 points as well. The guy's a shooter, man. Um, Dort had 22 points, 11 rebounds um, in this game. Um, Kenny Hustle had 12 points, 10, uh, 10 assists. Your boy, Kenny Hustle, 12 points, 10 assists. And then we go over to... Is he um, back? He's playing well. All Utah right. Jazz versus the Clippers. Utah beats up on the Clippers. Are they good? It's a battle of the bottom dwellers over oh my in the West. God, the um, Clippers. Did, 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 Paul, did, did they play Paul George and Kawhi? Oh, no, no, no. Adam, you mistake this for a game the Clippers really needed to win. Oh, no, they did need to win, and they didn't play them. That's interesting. They didn't play them, right? No, they did not They traveled them. to Utah. They didn't play. Unbelievable, this team. I'm oh. telling you. Norman Powell oh. finishes with 30 points in this game. 30 oh. ball. Normal um, Powell. He had to be the only one that could uh, try to score in the game because they're not playing their best players. They're just punting entirely on the regular season. Wild to see. Um, I know that has to be frustrating for uh, Tyrone Lou to go through. Um, Markinen continues <laughs> to just tear it up. 34 points, 12 rebounds in this game. Walker Kessler. Oh, man. He's good, isn't he? I love that you love Walker Kessler. Dude, Walker Kessler he's Ranger, understandable. Dude. I can't believe you're standing him. <laughs> man, that guy is he good. He is good. You're right. He's he really good. good, man. But, like, man. that's the weirdest guy to be all in on. Dude, 13, uh, 13 points, 11 rebounds. Like, he's good. He just continues to just the whip first ass. first quarter for you. But he is, he is good. Mike Conley is He's good in the most boring way. Don't stand this guy, Deb. I can't take it. Yeah, but uh, you can't go against a guy like that. He's just, like, right. just there. He's just there. He's Captain America. All right. All right. Last oh. game of the night is the Lakers. Lakers. Um, the Lakers lose to Sacramento Kings, one sixteen to one eleven. Oh, that's tough. I hate to see that. Darren Fox had thirty points, thirty one points in this game. Um, Harrison Barnes with twenty points. LeBron continues to do what he does. Thirty two points, minus sixteen. We're not going <laughs> to care about it. Damn. Acts like um, he's playing well. He's going to get the record. I hope he gets the record and shuts it down, man. I want this Lakers team out oh, of there. Yeah, sure. I don't even want to see him in the play-in. All right, let's bring in Harrison live from the arena, live from Ball Arena. Harrison, what's going on? What's up, guys? Good to finally oh, talk oh. with you. Oh, it's I nice know, to talk man. With you well, too, I'm sure man. Yoke took his time <laughs> lathering and lotioning or whatever it is he does, but um, it's his world, so we'll wait. Lathering. <laughs> yeah, you can say that. I think we set a new record tonight, longest he's taken to – Come talk with the media. Yeah, perfect. All right, well, walk us through then. Let's get everybody to bed tonight. Okay. Well, I'll just start with him. Um, I don't know if you guys saw he was asked kind of in his ESPN inter interview about just what becoming the Nuggets' all-time leader in assists meant. And, um, you know, he kind of just expanded on that uh, in the post game just now. He said, um, you know, just to be a leader in something that's such a big factor in basketball is, is really, really nice. If you have a lot of assists, it shows you're a team player, he said. 
Uh, and then he also said this, I want everybody to remember me as the guy who was a really good team player. It's the first time I've really ever heard him talk about his legacy and like mm. what he wants to be remembered as. So, wow, that is noteworthy, that man. Pretty, yeah. Um, he was also just, you know, talking about getting that assist and becoming that guy um, some more. He said, look, I couldn't do it without my teammates. Uh, hopefully we're going to find a nice place in the house for that ball. Uh, the Nuggets like all signed uh, the game ball from tonight, presented it to him after the game. I, I'm pretty sure everybody signed it, so that was that was pretty cool. Um, apparently, he was told a couple days ago by Nuggets PR that he was close to the record. Of course, he had no idea. Uh, he yeah. said it was you know not something that he was ever dreaming or you know, that he ever wanted to achieve, um, but. I think he's pretty happy with this one. I, th I think this one actually means a little something to him. I love that it does. A lot of these, you know, individual awards. So this is why this is important. I mean, just to kind of articulate it. One, because it is an assist award. Um, and then, like, him talking about legacy, I think, is really cool. But three, because it's a Denver Nuggets award. It's a Denver, I love that it means something to him that he did this for the Denver Nuggets. He did it for us. You know what I mean? That he did it as, a, as, as that. I just think this is, that's too cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's really cool. You really feel like this, like I said, this this definitely means something to him. So I, I think he's pretty happy about it. Um, we talked with Jamal Murray tonight as well. And uh, it, it was a it was a big deal for Denver to beat Minnesota tonight. Like this is the game they really wanted. They had lost four straight to these guys. Um, Jamal was talking about what it kind of just meant to knock them off. And he said, look, we just felt like we're the better team. And, you know, we just wanted to, like, establish that tonight. They beat us four straight. We just we wanted to prove that we're the better team because we just know we are. Um, David Adelman in his post game compared the Murray-Jokic two-man game to Stockton Malone. And uh, Jamal was asked about that comparison, and he goes, I don't think Stockton could score like me. I could have put... Money on wow. that answer. Wow. Money on that answer, by the way. Yeah. Um, you know, he was asked about playing in back-to-backs. This is the second back-to-back -back he's played, and I think really the, like the first real back-to-back -back he's played because, you know, the first one he didn't play that second half against the Clippers. You know, he said he feels good. Um, he said it's ultimately not up to him, but, you know, I feel good. Like, I, I got the sense that he thinks he can, you know, play in back-to-backs from here on out. You know, nope. as long as he's not injured or anything. So um, he definitely, you know, he definitely felt good about that. I think it's just another checkbox he can he can knock off playing in back-to-backs. Uh, and there was he was just talking about the fourth quarter. You know, he said, look, the ball was in my hands, and I was just looking to attack. Like, that's, that's what I'm out there to do in, in crunch time. So, like, that's what I did. Yeah. And then um, we talked with David Adelman. David Adelman, 2-0. and he, he got a game ball the other night. Uh, yeah, that was cool. Lots of game balls getting handed out here. Um, he was talking about how Minnesota just – they've always been physical with Denver, and he told that to the guys pregame. He was like, look, they're going to be physical with us tonight again. Um, it, was, it was a very physical game based on the foul count, you could say. Um, but Denver was ready for that. They were definitely ready for that tonight. And he felt they won the game at the end of the third quarter when everybody was in foul trouble and Denver just kept it close. That's yeah. what he's the biggest part of this game tonight. 
Um, and then he shouted out a couple guys. He shouted out Vlatko for setting really good screens on the second unit and uh, giving Jamal some good space to play. And then he was talking about Bruce, and obviously he went with Bruce in the fourth quarter over Michael Porter Jr. And he, Adelman said, look, Bruce always competes defensively, but I thought tonight you know, his offense was great too. So yeah. that's why he was out there. That's great. I mean, clearly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's all I got, guys. Hell of a night. How was – I'm curious how the reception was when, when it was announced that he was the new franchise leader. Yeah, so well, – Was the crowd close. aware when the assist happened? Was the crowd aware what had happened? No, I don't think so. Okay. But he got the assist the first time, and we all thought it was his seventh assist. And then, apparently, the NBA league office called up the Nuggets scores table and goes, no, that's not an assist. You have to take that last one off. Hilarious. Man. And then he finally gets that seventh one. And then at the next stoppage, they you know, put something up on the Jumbotron, played a little montage of some of his assists from his career, and then panned to him. And the crowd gave him a standing O. And I think we got, I think we got a... Uh, a half smile out of Jokic, I'll call it. I, I think we got a tiny smile out of him in, in that moment. It was weird because they were down and he yeah. was in foul trouble on the bench. So it was like he, kind he of wasn't in like a good mood when that happened. Yeah, you know? so it was kind of lame. Eric texted me and he he was at the game tonight and he said that the uh, video, the highlight reel they showed of assists, unimpressive. <laughs> it did have his first career assist in there. That's I saw cool. That. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, maybe well, maybe the picture. I mean, uh, the the videos were just milestones. Maybe, yeah, it could be. Who knows? Uh, we'll get home safe tomorrow. We got Alex English uh, hopping on the show. He's going to talk about passing the torch on that that record board. I can't wait to to talk about it. So get home safe. Look to see what you cook up, and we'll see you on the show tomorrow. See you guys. Cue that outro music, Kale. We've been holding these people hostage for a long time. Nuggets get it done. Oh, we said we got another super chat. We got one more. Somebody came in at the buzzer. Was at the game, snuck down to the lower uh, bowl at half. Being down low was amazing to see. Jokic's dominance was on full display tonight. His outfit told us what he was about tonight. Go MF Nuggets. I love it. Chaos Ortiz. Because you know what? He spent his money. He didn't spend it on a better ticket. He spent it on us. That's right. chatting us. That's right. Uh, like, and, know, and then I'll, outed himself. I'll which sneak I down there. Yeah. I respect that a yeah. lot, man. You know what I did? Stole some stuff today. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> Stole a sandwich from Starbucks earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody go. saw it. No, I'm okay. just, we're just teasing with you. We appreciate the super chat. All right. Nuggets get the win tonight. It's eight in a row. Friday. It's Oklahoma City on Friday, right? Nobody oh. ever look at the schedule no, like I ahead of you look, look, one game at a time. Bro. Pull it up. I'm pretty sure it's Oklahoma City for Denver here. Let me see. I got it. Pull it up right now. It uh, it's Indiana. It's the Indiana Good Pacers. Stuff. Yeah, Good we're stuff. All on the same page. And then Oklahoma City. Friday, the Pacers, and another special one because it's an opportunity to get the longest win streak of the Yokochera. You ah. push it to nine. Um, only two more home games left on this homestand, and then the everything switches. Denver's going to be on the road again. They go back to being on a road-heavy schedule. So important to take care of business. See who blinks first between the Nuggets and the Grizzlies. Hopefully it's not the Nuggets. Guys, tomorrow, Alex English, 2 o'clock. Set your watches. Set your reminder. We'll see you then. Hit the like button on the way out.